Ladies and gentlemen, Jews and Gentiles, welcome to the Rock and Roll Jew Show. Hello again, friends. David Jacobs, the Rock and Roll Jew. This is the Rock and Roll Jew Show. Yes, it is. And you heard right. If you're a longtime listener of this show, you may recognize that first band. The Genders, man. The fucking Genders. My favorite band out of Israel. They have a new album coming out. That is their new single, Vanity. Sounding better than ever, that mix of ACDC and the Rolling Stones. Ah, the genders are back, man, and I'm very, very happy about it. Uh, And they're not even uh, in Israel anymore. The genders have moved to Texas. I believe they're in Austin, Texas. Uh, And if you are in the Texas area, they're touring a lot. So if you want to go see the genders and you happen to be in Texas, you've got a lot of opportunities. So still a great brand out of Israel, but they have relocated to the States. I think uh, if you want to make it big in America, you got to be in America. I think that's their uh, calculation. Anyway, Dave Jacobs, Rock and Roll Jew Show. How are you? Rockandrolljewshow.com is the website uh, that you can go to. And my phone's already interrupting me. Um, 
<clears throat> excuse me, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of, oh, there's a lot of shit going down uh, in my life. Too many things going down. Um, but I'm not going to get to that immediately. I'm going to get to that a little later, and I'm just going to hit it straight to, to our first music selections, uh, and we'll get to, we'll get to my life later. A lot of new music coming out right now, all kinds of new things hitting, including new sticks. Yeah, another new sticks album. They had that uh, Mission to Mars, which wasn't that long ago, only about two or so years ago. And now they've got a new album, Crash of the Crown. And then it just so happens that Dennis DeYoung has a new solo album that came out at almost the same time. Now, I'll give you my quickie review. Uh, so, Crash of the Crown. Um, it's really a Tommy Shaw solo album, if you want to know what it is. It's pretty much all him. Um, <clears throat> they're trying again to go back to the old classic sticks sound. This is what they tried to do a little bit on Mission to Mars, which really didn't get there. You know, they made a valiant effort. It just didn't get there at all. Uh, this new one, Crash of the Crown, trying to do the same thing. It gets there a little bit better. It still doesn't get there all the way, but it is better. Um, it gets there a little farther. I've heard a lot of people and even Sticks fans really like this album and think it's just like the old sound. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's got those elements. You can hear them, but it's really just not quite the same. It's just not, you know. Um, but a valiant effort, whatever. And then Dennis DeYoung, I heard his first single, and it was like, oh, huh. you know, Dennis DeYoung, it's like Steve Perry. You know, the guy they've got in Journey to replace Steve Perry is adequate. But then you hear Steve Perry and you go, oh, well, okay. There's not even, you know, you are not even in the same league as Steve Perry. It's not even close. Same with Sticks. The guy they got to replace Dennis Young is adequate. But then you hear Dennis DeYoung and you're like, oh, yeah, this isn't even close. So what I'm going to do here at the beginning is I'm going to play you both. I'm going to play you the Dennis DeYoung single and a new Sticks track off Crash of the Crown. Matter of fact, I think I'm going with that title track, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to play them back to back so you can be the judge. Is Dennis DeYoung better capturing the old sound of Sticks, Or is Sticks recapturing their old sound better than him? Or if you're like me, you figure they're really both better off together. But that's not going to happen. So let's, um, let's go. I can't remember the Dennis DeYoung song. Um, oh, Isle of Misanthrope, I believe. Is the is the Dennis DeYoung song, and I think it's uh, Crash of the Crown, is going to be the um, the stick song, the title track. So let's hear them both back to back. You be the judge. Who's better? Let's go. Laughed 
and built a wall How we joyfully rehearsed the tune Like howling wolves at devil's moon We've all been taught our lines So righteous with our holy signs We were deaf to the lies We were blind and unkind and unwise And will we ever learn All empires built will someday burn When they've lost all concern And they fail just to listen
Right, there you go. Where are you? Where do you fall on this? Are you with Sticks? Are you with Dennis DeYoung? I think the Dennis DeYoung song is pretty damn good. It's better than I thought. It's got that classical sound. I mean, it really does sound like Sticks, you know, that uh, high concept, mythical kind of deal. It's also got the ripping guitar solo. That's the one thing that I was really missing from the Sticks. Uh, track it didn't really have that much guitar the uh the Dennis DeYoung one had some great ripping guitar on it which is you know something I always expect from Sticks um for me I just like the Dennis DeYoung a little bit more the Sticks track is a nice effort there's a lot of elements in there the organ is going and the way it's sung and there's a lot of you know you're going to be harking back to um not really pieces of eight, but a um, little bit around that time period. But that dance chorus freaks me out. What the hell is that? That weird dance chorus is, I like what? Like I don't that. If it didn't have that, it would be a lot better. It would elevate itself a lot without that. But that. I don't even know what to say. That's so wild and out of left field and in not a good way. It's just, ugh, I don't, it's just weird in a bad way. So <laughs> I don't know. The rest of the Snicks album is, you know, it's all right. It's not terrible. 
I think it's better than the Mission to Mars one. But I wouldn't go listening to it myself on a daily basis, you know. Maybe I'm wrong. A lot of people seem to, to like it. But then a lot of people that seem to like it seem to really like Mission to Mars. So maybe I'm just old and out of tune, but I don't think so. Um, so that's, that's Sticks and Dennis DeYoung. I wish they could just come together, man. Just for one final thing. And I think somebody, I'm not sure who, uh, whether it was Dennis DeYoung's side or Sticks' side, kind of floated that idea of, well, maybe we just do for the fans. Just not like an album or anything else, just a short, maybe a little tour. Just give the fans one more final blast <clears throat> of the real sticks. And uh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it is not going to happen. So, too bad. We're stuck with what we got. Um, you know, sticks, Journey, Foreigner, all of them have new lead singers. Just kind of crazy. Um, so, me, hi. Um, it's, it's hard to sum up everything that's happened since we last talked, which was quite a while from now. Um, there's personal family things, and I'm just not going to talk about it at all, that have drained my, um, my soul, drained my emotions, um, everything that I have in me. That's been very difficult. Um, then uh, I went through a really weird time at work <clears throat> um, where my boss was going off to do a different job in the company. And so it was this transition where she was like working the new job and kind of supposedly working the old one as my manager in marketing, but really not really. And here I am working at home because uh, of the COVID. And really, I was, frankly, I was left hang I was left to hang hang hung out to dry that's what I'm trying to say I was left hung out to dry just nowhere directionless nothing um new manager come in thought we were seeing things a little bit um similarly but then it became evident we didn't necessarily see things the same way on other um elements and Long story short, I'm 50-something. I'm not going to tell you my actual age. I'm 50-something. I think this guy, inherently, who was much younger than me, wanted a younger team. I'm too old for digital marketing, okay? I have aged out of it, as they say. Um, nobody wants to hire a 50-something for digital marketing. Everyone wants the kid, the hot young kid. Um... So I think I was pushed out due to ageism, but that really doesn't matter here or there. Um, so there I am sitting around saying, okay, now what do I do? I'm 50-something, and at 50-something in the job market, in general, you're pretty much dead. Because there's ageism in the job market in, in total, no matter where you are. It's worse in marketing. Anywhere you want to go, 50 plus, you're, you're just dead to everyone. Why would anyone want to hire you at 50 plus? There's just way too many people who are a lot younger. You know, you're just, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be very rough going. So I've been dabbling in voiceover, as you know, for a good year, probably maybe even a year and a half, dabbling, thinking, getting a little bit of training here and there, doing a lot of research. And so it seemed like the logical thing to do was to do that. My plan had been to transition into that. Take a year, maybe even two, and slowly do a transition, which a lot of people do. They slowly work themselves into voiceover while keeping their day job, and then they, they make sort of a nice, slow, easy transition. Well, that was my plan, but um, I got kicked off the end of the cliff. So, uh, <laughs> plans got accelerated. Um, you know, I took a look at finances. Um, I have some fortunate, um, situations and basically I have enough runway. Do I have enough runway? 
where I could take a year and even almost two to get this thing going because everyone has told me this career is great and it's very real and you can do it, but it takes time. It takes time. You are not going to make a lot of money in six and eight months. So I think I have time to do it. I have enough runway. I can pull it off without killing uh, us. And so I'm just going to do it. Otherwise, I try to look for a job at 50 plus. I bang my head against the wall a bunch, get frustrated, get depressed, get angry. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. And frankly, I'm sick of working for the man. I'm so fucking sick of working for the man, okay? Even if I did get a job, nothing is stable anymore. One management change, a couple of bad quarters. You know, anything can happen to you at any time. It's ridiculous. Um, and this is the first... I mean, I've thought about other careers for myself in the past, doing it on my own, but... None of it was as, felt as concrete as a voiceover. It was more, more ethereal. Like, yeah, but I'm not really exactly sure how this really, really works. Voiceover seems to be a more uh, defined and straight path. There is a way to do this, and there are lots of people you can pay to show you the way. And all you have to do is execute what they show you. There is a fairly defined way to go about this. So that seems a lot more concrete, a lot more real, and a lot uh, more possible. Just execute and work really hard, and you can do this. And I've had enough coaching now uh, where no coach has said, oh, gee, Dave, I don't know. I don't think this is going to work for you. Um, I have enough talent. I have the ability to be directed and to learn I'm much better than I, I was even six, eight months ago. Much better. Um, so I am growing and progressing. This is going to happen. And I'm kind of, at one point, very excited. And on another hand, terrified. Because there's so much to do. Um, but I am just going for it. I don't care. Uh, at the moment, I have an iron will. I hope that holds up when things get rough. Um, but fuck it. Here we go. So I've upgraded a little bit, um, the, uh, studio quote unquote, which is my closet, uh, added a few more pillows, uh, thinking about treating the ceiling a little bit better. It's already fine. I've had someone, uh, listen to it and it, it's perfectly fine. Uh, my noise dampening is quite good actually, but you know, always looking to make it a little bit better. I bought $15 worth of pillows, and that's already made a, you know, I've improved things. All you really need is pillows and blankets. You don't need, you know, high-end uh, acoustic foam. You can, you can do that, but I've done all of this with literally blankets from the house, and like yesterday, I spent $15 on some extra pillows, because oh, pillows are very thick and sound absorbent. They're just like perfect. Um, so that's what I'm doing. I lost my job right here at the end of the pandemic. And I'm going to do my own thing in voiceover. So I'm getting my shit together. Um, DavidJacobsVoice.com is the temporary website. DavidJacobsVoice.com. There's a new one being developed for me. Uh, the one that's there is something I put together just to have something uh, to go. If you want to email me, david at davidjacobsvoice.com. So I have a business email, I have a business website, um, and I'm getting all the other pieces in place to, because it's not just, you know, it's funny, you realize that, oh, you've got to learn to do this, your performance has to be good, you have to know how to record and, and do a little editing. Oh, and there's also a business to run, like a whole business to run. Billing, invoicing, marketing, Say, I mean, you know, it's you, baby. <laughs> it's just you doing it all. So setting up some infrastructure. My demo uh, is coming hopefully soon, a professionally produced demo, which you really need to do. Uh, that is coming hopefully very soon. Once I have that, I really have something to sell. That's sort of your ticket into 
the world. Once you have that, you've got your ticket punched and you can really start jamming. So I'm really anxious to do that because, man, I want to start something. I've been training a lot and it's been great and I'll keep training. Uh, but, damn, I want to start trying to put some rubber to the road, you know. That being said, um, I can work for you right now today. If you go to davidjacobsvoice.com, there are some demos. They're very preliminary. I'm actually going to re-record them, and they're not professionally produced. They're just something to get something out there. So if you really want to hear something, it's there, but you also hear my voice here. Um, if you want me uh, to work, I'm ready to work. I can voice a commercial, any kind of narration, corporate narration, e-learning narration, YouTube video, podcast. Do you have a podcast? Do you want an intro? Do you want an outro? Do you want an introduction to a particular uh, section of your podcast? Anything that needs a voice, give me a shout. David at davidjacobsvoice.com. Let's see what we can do together. I'd love to do something for you. I can do all that stuff. That's kind of my, my core is narration, commercials, podcast. Phone systems is the other one I really want to uh, focus on. If you've got a company and you've got a phone system like everyone does, and you need someone to narrate or re-narrate that phone prompt, I can do that as well. I already did that for a past company a couple of years ago. So let me uh, do your phone system if, if that's what you need. Whatever it is, I'm here for you. And from now on, this show will be brought to you by davidjacobsvoice.com. So I'm taking all my podcasts and making them um, a little more like, not advertisements, but in some ways, marketing vehicles. You can hear my voice, you can hear my audio production, the sound of my mic, the sound of my room, everything. It's all right here on display for you. So in some ways, this is a marketing vehicle for my services. If you like what you're hearing, the sound quality, the production, the everything, call me up, let's rock and roll. My other show is Connected Age Podcast. I've relaunched that in a much more uh, serious way. That one is about literally the connected age, right? Everything is connected. We as people, all the objects around us, our cars, our toasters, God knows what will be hooked up next. And it's all about that and the impact really on uh, society and culture and ourselves. So Connected Age Podcast and Rock and Roll Jew Show, both brought to you by David Jacobs Voices. Um, I'm all in on this. No shit. No fucking around. This is for real. This is what I'm going to do. Period. End of story. 110% of my effort is going toward making this work. So, a referral. Give me a referral. Give me a contact. Anyone you know in advertising, at a company that needs something, at an e-learning company. I really want to do e-learning narration. A lead, a contact, an actual job you'd like me to do. Whatever it is, I would love for you to help me. I've never asked you for a dime. I never would ask you for a dime. I've never wanted to make money off my podcasts. But at this point, a little bit of help from you would be super appreciated if you just so happen to be able to do that or just spread the word. There's a fresh new voice in town who's ready to rock and roll. So, yeah, it's a lot. All that on top of the, the family shit that's going down, right? Um, but I am holding it together. Um, what do I got next? I'm sorry, I got so off on a tangent, I forgot what's next. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, right, right. Man, so, I'm sorry, some of this stuff is a little old, because uh, I sort of <clears throat> originally created the show a long time ago. Um, morning music, cheap trick. Maybe you're not aware, because I think it sort of flew 
I think it flew a little bit under the radar. It's always difficult here in COVID times. But Cheap Trick has a new album, if you haven't heard. And it's a great new album. It's really good. From Another World is what it's called. It's a really great album. It's better than the last two, I think, that they put out. I think it's their best album in a while. It's just really, really good. Um, new Cheap Trick. Check that out. I'm going to play... Well, I'm going to play one of the singles. You may have heard this because it was one of the singles, but I don't know. It just sounds to me like it's just so quintessentially cheap trick, right? What could be better than that? So let's get into it. Light up the fire. Right, nice stuff from Cheap Trick. Like I said, um, lots of new music since we last talked. Um, and there's something new even this week. Uh, Lindsey Buckingham has a new solo album out, uh, which is nice because he almost died of a heart attack a couple of months ago. Um, I've heard one song. It's all right. Um, new Foo Fighters came out. Yeah, I think the new Foo Fighters came out since we talked. It's okay. Uh, better than the last one, Concrete and Gold, which I didn't really dig that much. This one's better, very different. Um, it's more, yeah, they even said, oh, this is like our dance record. It's more pop, and I guess dance and a little disco-oriented, you know? Less like heavy, like the old days, you know? So it is what it is. They're, they're getting into this pop and even disco thing. Uh, have you seen what Foo Fighters are doing now with the DGs uh, when they're covering BG songs? You know, just what the hell? They're getting crazy. They're just, you know, um, doing what the hell they want to do. So that's fine with me. So Foo Fighters out. Um, I was going to say that COVID is over, but it is now 
not over. <laughs> oh, it's over. Psych. Not over. Um, I, yeah, oh. Just when we were almost there, then the Delta variant. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I do not know what is going on. I have completely um, tuned out of the world other than what I need to focus on, which is voiceover and my family and me. I am vaccinated. My entire family is vaccinated. None of us had any kind of symptoms or bad effects from it other than I was kind of tired for a day and I had a splitting headache. Then the next day I felt fine. Now I feel better than I've ever felt. So, whatever. Um... I don't really want to preach to you, but just get the goddamn vaccine and get over yourself. That's what I want to say to all these people. Get over yourself, okay? Enough. Concerts are coming back. Uh, that's a cool thing. Everyone was kind of freaked out by Lollapalooza because they were showing that, and there was like a fuck ton of people there. I, I don't know how many. I think there was probably 50, 60,000. It was like a redonkulous amount of people all smashed together like the old days. Yeah, I'm not quite ready for that. <laughs> you know, the mask mandate's gone. I love being able to walk around without a mask. I love being able to sit down in a restaurant. I love being able to get back to a little bit of night life as normal. I don't think I'm ready to stand in a giant crowd with 30,000, 40,000 other people. That just seems a little scary to me. Even vaccinated, it feels a little creepy to me. Um, but it's happening. It's just happening. Uh, yeah. So, long-time listeners of this uh, podcast will remember a band called Firebug. I haven't played these guys in a really, really long time. I kind of lost track of them, uh, but they were a real favorite way back in the day, Firebug, a female-led band. And... I don't remember why I decided to try to catch up with them, or maybe they just popped onto my radar or something. I really don't remember. Um, but all of a sudden, they popped onto my... I think they popped onto my uh, Spotify radar. And there they were with a new song. It was like, whoa, oh my gosh. And it turns out... Because back in the day, when I first played them, it was very hard to find anything about them on the internet. And this was pre-Spotify days, okay? It was very hard to track anything down uh, about them. Now, they got a bunch of different albums on Spotify. They've been active doing all kinds of things. So um, that's really cool. So I'm going to play a Firebug song. This one is not the new single, uh, which, and they do have a new album coming out. This is from a album just previous, and the tune is called Follower.
So I'm loving that, obviously. Firebug, the tune follower, so good, man. Comes uh, from the 2018 album Wandering Soul. Uh, Check out Firebug if you haven't. They're all over Spotify now, and uh, I think they're damn cool. Um, I think that's about all for this time. Uh, Thanks for listening and staying with me. I know it's been a a long time, but... Like I said, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the life. Um, I even had to change my meds up a little bit because I was just um, being exhausted all the time. Um, So we switched some meds. I added a med and uh, feeling a hell of a lot better now. Um, Drugs are are great. Um, (laughs) um, Let's see. I have nothing to say. I am a full-time voiceover artist. It's so weird to say that. It feels so weird to say that. Um, But it's... Okay, one more thing. This is so weird, guys. For the first time in my life, I do not feel like an imposter. You know the thing called imposter syndrome. As long as I've worked in marketing, and I've done some cool stuff in marketing. I did some really cool stuff at the company that they booted me out of. I did some really cool stuff in the company before that. I've done cool things in marketing. I'm happy with some of the work I've done. But I've always had that weird, nagging feeling of being an imposter, of not really being that good. Yeah, I've done some things, but I'm not really, you know, a great marketing guy. Imposter syndrome. I always felt anxious about how good I really was, am I really just putting everyone on here? I always had that for a very long time. Um, I don't know why, but now I don't know what it is about voiceover. Voiceover is a brand new career. I've never done it. All I've ever done is college radio and some podcasting. I've never done this actual voiceover, and I learned a lot when I got into it and thought, Oh, well, I've got a microphone, or I've got a computer. I know how to edit audio and produce things. This is this will be easy. And then I learned very quickly, oh, no, no, no. There is so much more to it than that. So much more to it than that. So, you know, why do I have so much confidence? Why do I not have imposter syndrome now? I don't know, but it's the weirdest feeling to not have to feel that way anymore to just feel like here I am I'm learning I'm coming for it and that's just it um now who knows maybe as I get into it it'll it'll kick back in I hope not because there's a lot of voiceover people who are way better than me and it's intimidating to listen to them and think oh my god oh I can Jesus you know I'm ever going to be like that And then I just somehow banished that from my mind and just said, well, I'm just focused on me. Whatever. They are them. They are their voice. Their voice is their voice. But my voice is my my voice, and it's completely unique. I can't be them. I can only be me. So why not be the best me I can be? And that's going to have to be enough. Um, I really hope this mental attitude holds because I'm so brimming with confidence and excitement and like, 
God, I think I can really do this, man. To just not have to have the imposter syndrome is a real weight off the back. That shit is weighing on you. And it weighs on you constantly, every day. No matter what you do or how accomplished you become, you're always feeling like, yeah, but, you know, it's a wicked thing. Um, so I, I, I don't feel that for the first time in, <laughs> I don't know, 10 years. I mean, it's crazy, man. Um, voiceover circles back. This is the last thing I'll say. It really circles back. It doesn't come out of nowhere is what I'm trying to say. This is not like some weird thing that I picked out of nowhere, out of the sky. And there is a flood of people going into voiceover right now because of COVID, a lot of job loss, and there are a lot of people saying, oh, what about this? This seems easy. Um, and I think a lot of those people will not make it very far once they realize how hard it really is and all the things you really have to do to be good, not just have a mic. Um, so I think I'm going to outlast all those people, and I'm willing to put in the work more than those people. And for me, it doesn't come out of the sky in any sense of desperation. It circles way back to when I was a kid. And I've said this many times, may, some of you may remember or not remember, when I was a kid, even pre-high school, I just fell in love with radio. I loved the radio, FM, AM, everything. There's something about it that I just loved radio. That's why I went into the college radio at Gonzaga, and I was so excited to actually be on the radio and have a show of my own. And that's what led me to podcasting, where I could actually have a show of my own and not have to have a radio station. You know, an absolute dream come true. Um, and so this really reaches all the way back to that love of radio, because I think what I loved about radio most was the connection. Because back then, this is 70s, okay? 70s, 80s. Radio wasn't pre-programmed by a computer with algorithms and all the crap that you get today. It was more like the old school real DJs who just loved the music and wanted to hang out with you and play tunes. And there was this weird magical connection that you had with the DJs that they could make with the audience. And it's that sort of magical connection that I think happens in voiceover as I've been learning more about it. Um, and I've learned it so much more than just reading words off of a page. Uh, it's so much more than just being able to read well. It's about making the connection. How can you make the words come alive and make a connection with your listener? In commercial copy, to sell them something. Or in narration, maybe if it's e-learning, to teach them something. But here I am trying to make a connection, which is the same kind of thing that I loved when I was a kid. And it's what probably it's the fundamental element that, that turned me on to radio and why I loved radio. So it makes a lot of sense, actually, that this circles all the way back to that. And that passion for radio and voice never went away. It never died. Of course it didn't die, because I was a podcaster. And I loved podcasting for the same reason. So in a way, this has been the little burning passion that was always there the whole time. The whole time. When I was a senior at Gonzaga, I almost went into a radio career. I was, I was so close because I loved it so much. I almost abandoned my entire college plan and went to go be in radio because it was just the most hair-on-fire exciting thing I'd ever done. I loved being in that station more than anything. But it's a really, really, really hard career. And I took what I thought was the practical path, which was stay on your plan. Go into marketing, go to Silicon Valley, stay on your plan. It was the practical choice. But maybe it wasn't the right choice. 
you know, you can't relive life. I won't um, hold any regrets. It is what it is. I went on my path, and maybe this was the path I had to walk to get here. Who knows? Maybe on that path I would have ended up somewhere, well, certainly somewhere different, but not even here. Maybe somewhere worse. You can't really worry about these things. Um, But it makes all the sense in the world that I'm here now trying to do this voiceover thing because I think this was always in me the whole time and I'm just going back to the passion that was already, the passion that was always there is what I'm calling it. And maybe that's why I feel the way I do mentally with the no imposter syndrome and and the excitement and this confidence that I have. Maybe that's why it's because I've always known that I've loved this deep to my ultimate core. Since I was a kid, I knew it. And maybe that's why I'm reconnecting with something that was so fundamental and so deep um, that I didn't even realize how deep it went to my core. But now I'm finally connecting with it again. And it's like, yeah, man, this is always the way it was supposed to be. Came a little late, but what the hell? Let's go for a ride anyway. You know, we can finish this thing out the way it was supposed to be the whole time. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm getting philosophical and weird, but <laughs> trying to understand why I feel the way I feel. It doesn't matter. It just is what it is, and it's going to either go or it's not going to go. I don't have any backup plan, by the way. I've burned the boats. I've jumped out of the plane without a parachute. There is no backup plan. There's no plan B. There, I, what will I do if I don't make it? I have no idea. It's not even, I, know, I have zero plan. Not even an iota of an idea of what the hell I'll do. Because I've burned the boats. There is no plan B. There is no backup. There is only success. And that's it. And sometimes I've heard that's what you have to do to get yourself to be successful is to just give yourself no other option. No plan B. No fall black. No, nothing. It's this or nothing. Who knows? I'll be in fucking Home Depot selling you a, a stapler and some duct tape. <laughs> no, I will not. Um, I am a full-time voiceover artist. So call me, uh, David, at davidjacobsvoices.com uh, if there's a job you want me to do, if there's a, a resource you have for me, a lead, a contact, whatever it is that that might be of use to me. I'm just getting started and uh, I'll take any help that I can get, man, because I'm on the road. Thanks for listening. Really, really, really thanks. I don't know how many of you have been here for God knows how long I've been doing this. A really freaking long time. If you go that far back, and I can't imagine you stuck around that long because this show has been up and down, in and out, all over the goddamn place. I will try to make it a little more regular. Now that I've got a lot of time on my hands, because I don't have a day job, um, so you may hear from me a little more often. And uh, as these things, as I say, they stand as little uh, resumes. I don't even call it a resume. Little little samples of me. Uh, They have some more value than they used to. So that's it. I won't be labored. I'm so sorry. Um, one of the fundamental uh, things about a podcaster is you've got to love hearing yourself speak. I'm going to go out with Peter Frampton. He has a new album that's super cool. It's called All Blues, and it's all blues covers. Are you kidding me? Peter Frampton with an album of all blues covers? Damn! It's a really awesome album. He covers all kinds of songs from different time periods. It is so freaking cool. Uh, definitely check this one out. The one I have selected for you, I got to get back to my notes. Oh yeah, the one I've selected for you is called Going Down Slow. See you next time. Thank you so much. Sorry for all the talk talk this time. And uh, we'll catch up again soon. Peter Frampton. See ya.
If I don't get well no more I have had my fun If I don't get well no more You know my health is now fading And I'm going down slow Tell her the shape I'm in Please write my mother Tell her the shape I'm in Tell her to pray for me Forgive me for all my sins Don't get well no more 